Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry How Christmas. are you? Good to see you out. What a fun evening as we get to come and yes. celebrate Jesus Christ. It Lift really is. It's the best night all year. It is. Yeah. It's an awesome night and good to have you with us. You know, it, Christmas is all about traditions. Mm -hmm. and, and one of the traditions most of us share is the tradition of giving gifts, right? Yeah. We, we love to give gifts. We love to receive gifts. And um, the Definitely. question is, in our household, when do we open the gifts? Because um, it's always been a debate. Because in my family growing up, we mm. opened gifts on Christmas Eve. Because then yeah. we... we we could stay, we had six kids in the family. Wow. And so we stayed up all night long just playing with our toys. <laughs> and it was true. so much fun. But when I married this guy. Yeah, we opened gifts on Christmas morning. Yes. So it was the clash of both yeah, worlds like what coming do we do? together. What do we yeah. do? So, uh, yeah, so being I, the submitted wife that I am, yeah. <laughs> of course, when do you think we open gifts? In the morning. So we open stockings at Christmas Eve. That's right. And then we open. That's right. Yeah, so we want to know, what, what do you do? We want to know, how many of you open gifts on Christmas Eve? How many? Oh, there are Hardly a few any. Hands. See, it just, uh, what was wrong with my family? Why did we do this? I don't know. Okay. Oh, okay. How many of you open gifts on Christmas morning? How many of you do that? Oh, wow. Okay, See? a yeah. lot of hands. Yes. Okay. That's well, the way it was for I have first converted, service. so just to, no. Yeah. So, so um, how many of you, though, have opened a present early? And then you rewrapped it. Come on, let oh, me see your hands. Oh, really? oh, yes. Wow, have you ever done this? Well, you know, I've poked my finger through one before, looked in, then I had to rewrap yeah. it. Did you do it this year? No. Okay, I good. Didn't. I was going to say, otherwise, that's going, it's going back. Uh, we'll see. That's the rule. <laughs> it's it's going, going, oh, going man. back. We, oh, man. We played tough I really wanted here. that gift. Yes, yeah, but, anyways. No. Yeah. So many but traditions. So many traditions. Well, another tradition that we share in our family, and I know many of you do too, is reading the Christmas story on Christmas Eve. And, yeah. and as we read it fresh and anew at this time of year, um, it's just, it always, it, it's so power packed yeah, with just so much goodness. It's a beautiful reminder that just when it all seemed that the world had gone silent, mm -hmm. God shows up. He does. And he brings the light. His, yeah. his Jesus Christ sends Jesus Jesus to, to this earth and becomes the savior of the world. We love that. He love really the does. story. So the Christmas story is the best example mm -hmm. of God, you know, dipping down into the seemingly silence of life, the, the chaos of life, if your life is a little chaotic, the insignificance, the meaningless of life, you know, God dipping down and reminding the world that there is a plan, that there is a design that God goes forward and yet, he is a God of history at the same time. Yeah. And you know, tonight, we just want to take a little time out because we are live online streaming. Mm -hmm. And we have some people that are connected through this church tonight. And, and, and a few of them, we're going to say their names. They're, they're in hospital rooms tonight. Mm -hmm. They're going through huge struggles physically. And we want to just give a shout out to them. Yeah. And we love them and love are so thankful for them, yeah. like Mark who is in the hospital mm -hmm. tonight and struggling in so many ways. And also... Yeah, we got Kevin in the hospital and his wife and him are watching live stream yeah. tonight. And Bless we, you guys. Yeah, and Jeannie, Jeannie we remember you. We, we you. say hello. Love you, Jeannie. And uh, Jermaine as well. So mm -hmm. many going through physical and, difficulties. And then we want to give a shout out to... Um, we decided to live stream because some of the nurses at Winchester Medical said, we want to be there, but we're working. So shout out to you girls yeah. at Winchester Medical Come on, Medical give them a great Center. big hand clap, will um, you? Do when, you know, just be in the hands and feet of Jesus, and, and you're there, and, and you're, you're bringing healing. 
um, yeah. right there in those hospital rooms. So we appreciate you. Merry Christmas yeah. to you. Um, you know, the Christmas story, it's so relevant. It, it's so relevant, and we can relate to so much of it. And we're going to read through Luke chapter 2, yeah. Luke's account of the Christmas story. It's a beautiful story, and it starts with this. It says, in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken for the entire yeah. Roman world. And this was the first census that took place when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. So everyone went to their hometown together right. to register. And this is where Mary and Joseph come in. And so Joseph also went out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem to the town of David because he belonged to the house and the line of David. And he right. went there to register with Mary, who yeah. was pledged to be married to him, and they were expecting a child. Yes, they were. This yeah. was quite an amazing journey. Mm -hmm. And if you just kind of put yourself in that mode, have you ever taken a journey that was unknown? A journey that was unknown, maybe it's difficult, it's uncharted, it's uncertain, it's a journey that you weren't even sure you wanted to take. You know, imagine that. It's journeys like this that we often wonder, where is God in the silence of our life? We wonder, is he there? Where is God in this circumstance? And, and if so, I, I think we're beginning then at that moment to understand where Mary and Joseph were coming from. This was not an easy journey. Right. For sure. No, no doubt about it. No, it's, it was tough. Mary's riding. We know this. What does the Bible say? Mary's riding on a what? Yeah, a donkey. Mary's riding on a donkey. Imagine this picture as they are going through this desert. It's, it's an amazing journey. And they're by themselves. They're traveling, going through this desert. And Joseph's out front kind of walking along. You know, Mary's got her legs over the side of the donkey. And it's a, it's a great picture. Just imagine them carrying kind of a lantern along the way, a torch, to, to light the way forward because they really can't see much. They, they can't. They're traveling all day long, and then they're traveling into the night, and they don't have streetlights to guide their way. Mm -hmm. This is uncharted. You know, they're going through the desert. So if you know anything about the desert, at night it gets really, really cold, and in the, mm -hmm. the daytime it gets really, really hot. So they're going through valleys, they're going over hills, and they're going through the mountains. Mm -hmm. If you look at this journey, does that right. just sound a little bit like life today, yeah. how we have to journey through? So this was dangerous for them. Yeah. This, this was dark for them. This was uncharted for them. And it took a really long time to get there. You know, if, if it took anywhere from eight to 10 days, if we were to do that by foot today, wow. it would be like us walking from here to um, the White House. Yeah. To, but, but going over mountains in the meantime. So yeah. it's not an easy journey. Miles. And, and Mary, we've got to remember, is pregnant. Wow. No, she's not just pregnant. I mean, she is she is pregnant. Yeah. And, and she is doing this journey. And really we know pregnant. the rest of the story, don't we? We know that when we get there, there's not a room for them. Mm -mm. We know that when we get there, can you say it with me? There's no room in the inn. Right, no room. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's like you put yourself in Mary's spot. Angel, you didn't tell me about this part. I mean, you didn't even tell me, you know, here I am, Mary, Miss Favorite of God. I'd like to find a room, you know, here, and you should have reserved a room at the very least for us, Angel. I mean, come on. And her story continues to deteriorate, and you could show up and say, well, why would God allow this to happen? Why in the world would God do this to us, to them? Right, because remember, when the angel appeared to her, oh, you are highly favored. You yeah. are blessed and highly favored. And I'm sure at this moment, she's like, what? Like, seriously? This is what I signed up for? This is so relatable, right? Yeah. 
You know, as so as as so inconvenient as this all seemed, as as unplanned as all this appeared, as imperfect as all this was. Let me tell you what scripture says. It says, and while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, and she wrapped him in cloths. You see, she didn't have clothes. She wrapped him in cloths and, and, and laid him in a manger. She gave birth in a barn and laid him in the manger because there was no room in the inn. And we would love it if our little Lana would come and help us finish the story. Good job, Lana. Great thank you job, so Lana. much. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, the Bible continues the story. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today, the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah. He is the Lord. And this will be a sign to you that you'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And, and this is probably the favorite part for me of the story. And the angel appeared to them. Who, who did the angel just appear to? Little ones, are you listening? Can you tell me who did the angel just appear to? The, the shepherds. Good job. <laughs> they, so, so check this out. The angel just is appearing to the shepherds. And this is so interesting because we could just ask ourselves this question, why the shepherds? Why, mm-hmm. why did God choose to reveal himself in the, the, the coming of his very mm-hmm. son? Why the shepherds? Well, the answer to that is we don't know. We, we have no idea, but we, we, why, didn't, why didn't God say, you know what, I'm going to appear to the politicians of the day because they have a voice, or I'm going to appear to the priests of the day because, you know, they're, they're sacred or they're holy, but he chose to show up to the shepherds, and what's interesting about the shepherds is, yeah. is that they are, shepherds are considered ceremonially unclean. Okay, they couldn't even enter the temple because when you walk behind sheep all day, you're going to get unclean. It's just, just literally, (laughs) you're not clean. And and I love this. I love that God chose the lowly shepherds Mm. to carry the very first announcement of the light of the world. That the light of the world has come because you know what? I love that God chose the unsuspecting shepherds to share the good news of great joy. The Bible says to carry forth this message. Of Christ. I love that. I love it. And so God chooses to announce Mm -hmm. the birth Mm -hmm. of his son to a group of people that would be least likely to be able to participate in something like this. Mm. And angels of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. 
Everybody in this story is terrified, and here's why. Because when God shows up, it's wonderfully terrifying. Yeah. When God shows up, it's big and it's glorious and it's overwhelming. When Jesus shows up, when God shows up, when an angel shows up, everybody in the Bible is terrified. They fall on their face and they think they're going to die. That's right. And, and the story continues. And this is what the angels say. They say, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For today, a Savior has been born. Mm. And so the angel's saying, hey, shepherd boys, hey, shepherds, you thought you were beyond saving. Mm -hmm. Hey, shepherd boys. You thought you were too ordinary to experience something so extraordinary. Hey, shepherd boys, you thought you were too unclean to experience anything religious or be a part of this. Yeah. Here you've served, the, you've served the middle class, you've even served the lower class, but yet today a Savior has been born. You might feel like an outcast, but to you, a Savior has been born, and we choose you to announce it first. Wow. Isn't that exciting? Doesn't that just give you a little bit of hope today that yeah. maybe, maybe things might not be so bad? This is uh, mm. so unpredictable, but so wonderful. Yeah, and the Bible says this is a sign to you. This is what you're going to find. Here's the sign. You're going to find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger, and suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared, with the angels praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. What a great story. We invite you to stand with us as we sing together.
Jesus' praise. Mary, Joseph, lend you read while our hearts in love we raise. Come on, let's sing. One, two. Yes. Wow. So if we could just kind of stop here for just a moment, I would like to say this. If there's anything about the message of Christianity that does not strike you as good news, perhaps someone has distorted the message of Christianity to you. When someone in your life says, I've got good news, really, the first thing that you don't think is, well, what am I going to have to do or what is this going to cost me to make this happen, right? Right, right. When someone says, hey, I've got good news for you, it's, it yeah. means I'm about to give you some information mm -hmm. that's going to make you say, wow, that's <laughs> awesome. I mean, True. I'm going to give you an opportunity here. I'm going to give you an opportunity to make life better because I've right. got good news for you. News. It means It means that, you know, hey, the teacher canceled the exam and everyone is getting an A. Woo! Bam. That's good news. Love that. Yeah. That's great news. Okay, this is great news. This is so good news. Everybody gets a bonus. That's great news, right? That's great news, right? Yeah, good good news. news is my mother called and doesn't want us to come for Christmas. For some Aww. of you, that may be really good news. I'm not sure, but however that goes for you. When someone says, I got good news, you don't think of all these lists. Okay, I've got to give this up or good news. do that. When the yes. story of Jesus began, this is the good story launching the angel synopsis of, I have some good news for you. I have some really good news, and the message of Christianity and the message of Christmas is 100% good news, and we need to know that and understand that, and the same good news that was for them 2,000 years ago. And it didn't look like good news at the time. It didn't look like good news, but it was good news. Good news. It's the same good news that we have today. That's right. Jesus Christ has come, mm -hmm. and he is the Savior of the world, and he is here with us tonight. Amen. And, and so let's go back to the shepherds. We're, we're on site with them. And can you just imagine, can you just imagine not only just one angel showing up, but, but mm. the Bible says a great company of heavenly hosts, you know, multitude, your version might say. I looked that up to see how exactly many are we talking mm -hmm. here. And, and I couldn't a find a number. So I'm assuming it's just countless angels. Yeah. So I just would love to have been there. But this is what the scripture says, you know, when the angels had left them, they'd gone into heaven and the shepherds said to one to another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened, yeah. which the Lord has told us about. And they hurried off. I love that because yeah. I'm sure they were just hauling <laughs> it. You know, they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Right. And when they had seen him, they spread all the word concerning all that had been told to them about this child and all who heard it 
were amazed. Were amazed. Amazed. All who heard it were amazed. I mean, why were people amazed? Because it was good news. Good news. 100%. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm reminded, you know, of a story told by Chuck Colson, who started Prison Fellowship Ministries. And every year, he and his wife, they delivered angel tree Christmas gifts to the children of prisoners. And he tells how he'll never forget one year in particular when they drove into a housing project to deliver their gifts. And they saw broken windows. He said as they looked out, they saw grime-faced gang members lounging in doorways. And after parking the car, they found their way to an apartment and they knocked on the door. A boy about nine years of age cautiously opened the door. Merry Christmas, they said, holding out the presents. These are from your daddy. And immediately the door swung wide open to let them in. The boy's mother was on her way home from work, and as they waited for her, they saw that the apartment inside was a wreck. The furniture was torn, the stuffing falling out, a scraggly Christmas tree leaned up against the wall, bare of any presence. And Chuck Colson, he asked the boy, what is your name? And he replied, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, Chuck said. Do you know what your name means? And he opened his Bible and he read from the Gospel of Matthew. And they shall call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Just then his mother came to the door and Emmanuel threw his arms around her thighs crying, Mama, 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 God is with us. God is with us. In Emmanuel's clear voice, they heard the message of Christmas afresh that God is indeed with us always. And in a special way at Christmas, when he entered history through Jesus Christ, we recognize that fact. They were particularly reminded that he came for the prisoner who turned his back on God. He came for the mother who can't make ends meet. And he came for the child who cries himself to sleep at night because he's never known his daddy. God is with us, and he has given us the rare chance to be with those who desperately need him. At Christmas, we're reminded of that truth. God is with us. And that the thumbprint of God is confirmed at Christmas as God sent the very best gift, his son Jesus, into the world and that he is with us, that is great news. That is celebration news. That is amazing news that needs to be shared. Isn't that true?